Hey everyone, how you doing? Corey here, the photo and video guy. Welcome back to another podcast. In today's podcast, I really wanted to um, talk about kind of my background, my experience within the entertainment industry, and kind of really how I how I got here, uh, where I am today, currently over 15 years in the business. And um, it's something I think that a lot of not a lot of people really talk about as far as their path and how they they got to where they are today. So I will give it to you, not too elongated, but also not too short. So it all started back uh, in 2003. Uh, I was currently enrolled in film school at that time as well. Um, I'm like, you know what? I want to get into this business. I'm bound and determined to work hard and really do what it takes to get into this business. So um, just my mic here, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, So for me, I was... I'm still determined and really dedicated uh, to to the craft. So for me, I'm like, all right, how can I get into this business, in the entertainment business? I'm going to school for film, all right? So one of my teachers said, hey, why don't you try audiovisual or AV, or a lot of people refer to it as the corporate world or corporate work. So essentially what AV is, a lot of times it's either hotel AV or um, convention AV. Essentially it's setting up trade shows, exhibits, doing breakout rooms, also setting up general sessions, training sessions, stuff like that, providing audiovisual support, um, setup, run of show, and and teardown. So that's where I started in this business. I was in the back of 18 wheelers, loading cases like Tetris on Nintendo, Nintendo way back in the day. I'm kind of dating myself here. Uh, that's pretty much how I started in this business. I did that um, for about a year before I was finally able to kind of really break into the film side of things where I got out my first feature film. And then after that, a uh, couple of commercials came about, music videos, another couple of films, um, some national spot commercials. Um, and then uh, in there, um, I went ahead and I like, you know what, let me go ahead and let me work for the local news stations. So I went ahead and I started freelancer for the local news stations. And another f- word for freelancer in the in the news market is a stringer, or some refers to as ambulance chaser. So essentially, I was you know camera. I was doing you know uh, video work for them. Essentially, I would get my own camera and shoot stories. What's interesting about that and how that really makes you a fast shooter is. When you're listening to the scanners and stuff like that, you're listening to police and fire, you're trying to find out exactly what's going on. So as you're on your way to that particular scene, you're acting as a producer. You're trying to figure out, okay, what shots do I need? What shots can I get? Where can I go within reason? That way it won't interfere with any uh, any police or fire to where I'm safely back for them, but also for me. A lot of people, I think, don't don't recognize that. You know, you have to set a boundary. Um, and respect, respect the boundary uh, for you and for them uh, when you're shooting because um, they're having to kind of work around you. You don't want them to really work on you like that. You don't want to get in your way um, and really you know hinder whatever they're trying to do. But you still want to tell a story. So there, so you're shooting, you're getting your shots, wide, mediums, close-ups, stuff like that. Then you're calling the news, news producers, hey, I have this, this, and this, and this. I have sound with it, stuff like that. Uh, and they always love sound. If you can get sound, great. That's always a plus to them in a package um, like that. So on the news side of things, I you know, do that for a couple of years. And uh, that really made me a, a, a really 
fast, accurate shooter, it really helps you out if you're trying to, you know, become a camera operator. It really, really does. And that's one of the skill sets that I value the most, especially when I uh, when I when I frame my shots today, I work on my composition. Uh, that's one thing you you'll hear you know, jack of all trades, and then some people well, jack of trades, masters of of none. Uh, it's good to be a jack of all trades, but then again, if you don't master any of the trades, then how, well, you, how good are you? You know. And so for me, a lot of camera operators, DPs, they they concentrate on editing or they do lighting. Not a lot of them concentrate on the framing and the composition of, of the shot, essentially. Um, so in there, in there, you know, going 10 plus years now, I dabbled between, uh, you know, corporate one week, reality shows the next week, uh, commercials the next week after that. Uh, also doing stuff for small businesses here locally in town, doing web videos for them, stuff like that. Um, and currently I work for a government entity full time as their video production technician. Uh, so for me, over the last, you know, over 15 years, uh, it's pretty interesting and fun and i do miss the freelance life a little bit because it really allowed you to branch out um you know work with different crews projects a lot of fun fun stuff which i do miss and i do enjoy and a lot of people ask me how do you get into the into the entertainment industry um because not a lot of people can say they've worked in film they've worked in commercials they've worked in corporate they've worked in news they did documentary stuff, and a lot of people can, can really say that because I have friends who only concentrate in film commercials. Then I have friends who do just strictly corporate, and I try to tell the guys, "Hey, go ahead and try to do smaller web videos, you know, on top of you know your corporate." So if you have a slow week, try to get clients this way. Shoot, you know, hone your skills because that's one thing that I really took away from doing films, commercials, reality shows, TV shows, and stuff like that. I was able to take away. A particular part from each one of those and really incorporate it into my shooting style and how I how I shoot and really it does really really help and it's really really noticeable because I was able to bring stuff in from the film and the news side into corporate when I did a lot of handheld work and a lot of the video engineers and directors they really loved when I did handheld work um, they just really loved it I was fast accurate um, got the shots I needed within time um, you know, just the way, just the way you work and really hone in your, your, your skills. Um, and I tell anyone who's trying to get in the business is as long as you have oh, the will, drive and desire, you can do anything in this business. You just got to work hard for it. I would just say, well, how can I separate myself from this other person who has like a better demo reel than I do? You know, I say demo reel looks great, but work ethic. That's really comes down to is work ethic. To me, that, that, that counts the most. Sure, you may have a great, you, you can color correct great, but you may not know how to shoot. You know, you can set up a show, but you may not know how to edit. You know, just certain small things like that. Um, you know, so I say you try not to limit yourself because um, you, you can do like I do. You know, I've worked in every single medium format you, you can think of. Um, a lot of people can't say that they have worked in every single facet of the entertainment industry from a media standpoint of view. Uh, so for me, it's, it's, you know, when I try to tell people say, you know, just get your, your, your will, determination and, and drive, not, don't be cocky about it. Uh, be a sponge. I'm still, still a sponge to this day. Learn things, even though they may be outside your comfort zone, try to learn them, you know, they're, cause now I'm starting to learn things on audio where I wasn't really comfortable a couple years ago with. Now I'm starting to, you know, really say, Hey, I want to jump into it. I want to do it. 
I really want to step out my comfort zone and, and learn this, this skill set. You know, you have to really be willing to, to, to do that. You know, it's interesting, you know, the last 15 years, you know, when I started networking, it was cold calling people. And sometimes that's, that can be awkward. It can be, you know, stressful because you don't know the person. You're trying to explain the person and tell the person who you are and what you want to do to where nowadays you have social media. It's a little bit easier to kind of break the ice and really establish a communication with someone. Uh, that's a really, really big benefit of it. Um, the one thing I'd say is, you know, try don't step on anyone's toes um, because that would definitely come back to haunt you. It really would, you know, um, to what I can, I can add to this really here is, um, if you're, if you're around and determined, just, just, just go for it. You know, a lot of people say, I want to be a director. Well, if you want, really want to be a director, go work in news, go be an associate producer, producer, work with a news director where you're, where you're switching the show. That's a lot quicker than you trying to be a director on a film. In Hollywood, uh, you know that kind of goes back to um, you know how how I how I went from a, a camera assistant to to a, a camera operator is that, is that my mentor said, hey, if you're going to be a camera operator, you know do it now, do it this way instead of you waiting and doing the old Hollywood ladder, working your way up. If you really want to shoot, start shooting now. And this is like 2008, 2009, right when the industry is really taking a big shift in digital HD and stuff like that. So today, now everything's kind of come full circle. It's where back 15 years ago, it's like, oh, we want 24 frames per second. We want 1080. We want cameras to be smaller. Now they're smaller. They have four, you have 4K, not just 1080 anymore. You have 4K. We have 24 frames, 30 frames, 60 frames. Now things like are starting to, because it was trying to rig it out with accessories, it's starting to become much more bigger than the last 15 years. Uh, so it's one thing I, I can tell and, you know anyone who's really starting out is really be a sponge, be willing to learn, um, take take cons- constructive and criticism well, take constructive feedback well, because um, that that only helps you grow as a person, both personally and professionally. If you can't learn to take feedback from someone, then you need to really work on that because they're not trying to bring you down. Although there have been times where I've seen people use that and they would bring that person down. Um, in reality, it shouldn't be used like that. It should, it should help you grow as a person, both personally and professionally. That's the way it should go. Uh, that's just me and my, my opinion, of course. Um, so that's pretty much kind of my, my, uh, my experience so far, um, in the last, you know, 15 years in this business. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. It's been great. I miss freelancing, like I said. Um, but you know, I have a family, so I have to take care of the family and freelancing just doesn't, doesn't fit the bill for the family because uh, I could be on a, I could be slated on a call sheet for eight hours and now eight hours turn into fifteen hours, so it's not it's not fun and not a good balance, uh, you know, with the work life balance. Uh, I really have to have that in this industry because or else you'll burn yourself out. Um, I've done that a couple of times. I burned my I've got work to the point where I burned myself out. I just about left the industry a couple of times. That's how burnt out I was. Uh, so hopefully you get a good takeaway from this as far as my experience, my background, and really if you're starting out, what to look for, what you need to do uh, to really you know make it into the industry and really do well. Um, if you have the drive, will, and determination, you can make it. The question is, what do you really want to do? 
And that's really what it comes down to is you may be, hey, I want to do audio. And all of a sudden, actually, I like doing video more. I've seen a couple of my audio friends who are starting to now dabble into the video side of things. So, you know, try that. You know, you could be in, you know, yeah, I want to do rigging or I want to do audio. And all of a sudden you switch to do full 360. You want to do a, a different, you want to do rigging, you want to do pipe and drip, you want to do grip, gaffer, you know, anything, you know. But really just having a drive, will and determination is really all it comes down to and hard work. No, no one can take hard work away from you. That's plain and, and, and simple. No matter how good of the person demo reel is, they're, they, oh, they have a good demo reel, but they, they wouldn't know how to shoot. You know, they may be a good editor, but they probably won't know how to shoot. They won't know how to work at a camera. You know, it could be a number of things. So really it's hard work, what it comes down to, and dedication. So um, that is it for this uh, podcast, guys. Thank you all so very much for taking your time out of the day to listen. And we will see you all in the next podcast.